Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Big News Nation. It's time for Just the Cats on Talk Radio 10 Now, here's every Wildcat's best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Hello, Big Blue Nation. Welcome to Just the Cats. My name is Michael Bennett. Uh, appreciate you being with us today, along with Shannon the Dude, who's in the studio in Louisville. <clears throat> and uh, How much snow did you get down there in, in, in Florida? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's, it's actually chilly down here, and I'm so Oh, oh you poor baby. <laughs> it's actually chilly. It's like 62 degrees. I think, I think it is. And uh, but you could be happy tomorrow because I'm flying home tomorrow after the show. So wow. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Is your wife even gonna recognize you? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, you've been gone for so long. I've only been gone for a couple of weeks. Three months from. A week and a half for my wife. Give me a break. What's the big deal? I, hey, I think she... that, that's between you and your wife. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Even though I did talk to her again yesterday. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that takes another day ahead of me. So uh, that's just a joke. I love my wife. She loves me. But uh, I, I think I she, think she loves true. me more. I, th- I, I would not doubt it. I, I, I truly believe this. And this is not a knock. Probably more of a knock on me than anything else. I do think she <laughs> definitely enjoys her time away from me the longer we've been married. <laughs> That's every, I, I mean, isn't that every marriage, though? Yeah, but... There, I, are, I there are some people who I don't know how in the world you, you could do this. But th- <laughs> there used to be a couple who were married and worked together here in this building. Ooh, no thank you. C- could you do that? No. Could you Absolutely. ever work with anybody that you're you're married to? I no. I think it's important to have that time away from each other. I, I I do too, and I think that's what's so healthy for me to be away. Because I, I listen, I look in the mirror every day and think, how could I be married to me? I, and I just I truly uh, I don't know how I could. But it's but, one uh, thing to to work together and be married, but then when you have the joint Facebook accounts. Oh yeah, you like that? Oh no! Yeah, no. You gotta believe that's the like, wife really? doing the joint Facebook account, <laughs> don't you? I mean, I'm sure and, there's somebody listening right now with a joint Facebook okay. account. Yeah, and, and we apologize right now. No, I don't. I, I don't apologize. Yeah. Okay, I think that's the. I think it's weird. Thing ever. Yeah. Yes. Is it because the wife is worried that a former girlfriend is going to be contacting her husband? Because you know, of course, Facebook, that's the reason. Facebook, and this is this is a quote from my wife who works with a lot of. Divorce lawyers. You know, she's a financial advisor uh, here in Louisville, and uh, she works with a lot of divorce lawyers trying to help uh, sort out the money so that she can invest it for one spouse or the other. And the the divorce lawyers say that Facebook accounts for a ton, I don't know what the percentages are, but a ton of divorces because people reconnecting again. I could see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, have you had former girlfriends try to reach out to you on social media? I mean, only every other day. 
I mean, <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, it's the dude I'm talking to. Yeah. You forgot yeah. who you were talking to for a minute, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, most girls I used to look, uh, date, they, they probably look at me and think, did I date you? I mean, let's, <laughs> let's try and distance ourselves. But, uh, you know, I was known to go out with lots of girls, not just one particular one. And I dated Patricia for 10 years before we got married. So mm-hmm. there we go. How do you like that? All right. I heard you live with a girlfriend for six months and she didn't even know it. You were living under her bed the entire time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Woogie. I I had her shoes. But, yeah, that was one of those. You don't even get that reference, do you? No. Okay, Woogie. All right, that's something about Mary, But uh, which which I love that movie. That was on the other night, and I had to watch it. One of the funniest Ben Stiller movies I've seen. But, uh, anyway, all right, lots to talk about today. Of course, the big news as of yesterday was the release of the University of Kentucky 2021 football schedule. Shannon, have you really delved into uh, interpreting the schedule? And if so, what do you think of it? I think it's very favorable, except for that three-game stretch that you have with Florida, LSU, and Georgia. Exactly. Outside of that, I think that just about every game is winnable. But you know, even I, I look at it two ways. Uh, you can look at it positive. You can look at it negative. And the, when I first looked at this, it's like that's so Kentucky and that's so SEC to do something like this to Kentucky, where you have Florida, LSU, Georgia back to back to back. I mean, come on, man. Might as well get get them all out of the way. Is the way I look at it. So I think that you know maybe you can get one there if you have them all lined up well, in a row. Why couldn't you get a couple, if not all three? I, listen. Uh, I, I know we've got a new coordinator coming. In. I'm very excited about that with Liam Cohn. We're going to have him on uh, next uh, two or three weeks. Uh, but also, you got an LSU team that's still somewhat down. Uh, Florida, I, if you ask me, I still think they're kind of iffy. And Georgia, I mean, you got so many different things going on in Georgia. People claiming, uh, Dan Patrick claiming that uh, they're handing out bags of cash like Tennessee football was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got so much uproar that, you know, y- y- yes, you could definitely get one of those three. Yes, you could definitely get two of those three. But I kind of give a shot at maybe we could just take all three of them. You think they can win all three of those games? I, I think uh, I, I I believe. Well, if there you can is win all three chance. of those games, then there's no reason not to win every other game on your schedule and just exactly. go undefeated. If that is the case, Kentucky would go undefeated next year, which which I know is a very long shot. Uh, only person that's going to be loving me right now is Vince Merrow mm-hmm. because he believes. Don't be, now, don't just be saying that because you think Vince Merrow's listening. Be completely no. honest. Do you think Kentucky is going to beat Florida, LSU, and at Georgia? The good thing be is honest? you got two of those three at home. Yes, the honest uh, answer is no. I don't believe it. I wish they could. I just don't. Now, let's go through it because I, I do think Kentucky can win a lot of these games. Oh, I, do I, kinda, I do, too. I do, too. I was kind of surprised. John Wong put it out yesterday, and he put uh, a, a nice post uh, about it on justthecats.com. If you hadn't seen it, go check it out. But uh, he predicted 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, well, like, if that happens, that's going to be a huge letdown. Uh, see, I think so, too. Because I've got a number in my mind that I'll tell you here in just a second as we go All through right. the schedule, but I think it's yep. going to be better than 6-6. Six and six. Well, I, I like the fact that we have seven games in Lexington. Yeah. I mean, that, that helps you right there. So you, you, you mean to tell me we can't go undefeated in Lexington? I think we can. Uh, all right, so we start off with uh, Louisiana Monroe. Obviously, obviously, we think that's a win. Yes. Missouri, we play home. Now, we had that horrible game last year over there. But I think a lot of things off the field 
contributed to that loss. I mean, nothing against you, Missouri. I, I just feel like Kentucky is a much better team than you are. And, and take your uh, coach yelling Eli back to uh, wherever you came from. So uh, I, I think that's a win for Kentucky. Uh, to, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Yep. All right. Chattanooga obviously is going to be, yep. be a win for that's us. A, All right. So you know, that's a good start to the season. Yeah, exactly. So if you look at the next game, it's our first away. It's at South Carolina. Brand new coach, uh, brand new scheme, brand new everything there. And Kentucky has owned South Carolina over the years, too. Yes. We've only lost one time in the last five years. So if you look at that, I, I, I have to say we're going to win at South Carolina. I agree. All right. That's 4 0. All right, now, now the, comes your tough stretch of the schedule right yes, here. Yes, your biggest challenge right here. And truth of the matter, if you ask me, uh, this this could potentially be the toughest of the three games. And, yes, I know we played Georgia at Georgia, but I really feel like this Florida game is going to be the tough one, and it's being played in Lexington. All right, Shannon, take your blue shade glasses off like I have to. Do you think Kentucky can beat the Gators in Lexington? Do I think they can? Absolutely. Yes. Do I think? They? Do I think they will? Uh, no, probably not. Really? I, I mean, if you played the game five times, I think you beat them maybe once or twice. But you're not playing it five times; you're playing it once. So I would say, realistically, if I had to put money on it, I would say Florida would win that game. I'm saying Florida is going to lose. I think Kentucky is going to be going five and zero headed to play an LSU in Lexington. Which uh, now you got an LSU team that's really been struggling the last couple of years. What is your prediction on LSU? I think they lose that one too. Do you really? Yep. So you go two in a row with losses. Yep. I'm predicting we beat LSU. <laughs> You're just going to predict they beat everybody. Yeah. You, t- you tell me to take my big blue shades off right, and look at right. you. All right. If you, you double want- down. Did. I totally one two three four. I okay. If you want me, all right. We'll lose to Florida. I'm no, 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 there. no. I'm think... not trying to talk you out of your predictions. I'm just saying. Do you really believe yeah. that? Because you just told I me a minute ago can. that you thought Florida would beat them, and now you're saying that they're going to beat. You just talked yourself out of it in a matter of totally. seconds. I know it. Because uh, you're right. My big blue sheet glasses are on. But six and zero oh right there. Okay. At Georgia in Athens. I think they lose that one. I think. Okay. So you're going three for three. They're losing that stretch right there. Yep. All right, all right. Now we're going down to Starksville, the greatest city in the country. Uh, do you think that Mississippi State is going to be a win or a loss down in Starkville? I think they win that one. All right. Uh, do we continue our winning ways? I, I think they beat Mississippi State as well. Yeah. So, all right. Do we continue our winning ways versus Tennessee? Stink? It's going to be interesting. Tennessee is going to be coming in, obviously, with a new head coach. But I think that being at home helps. Hopefully, by then we're going to have. You know, fans back in attendance at full capacity, and I think Kentucky would win that game. All right. I do, too. I think Kentucky will win easily. I, with a brand-new coach coming in, I and I love the fact that all the Tennessee fans are up in arms again against their brand-new AD and now their football coach. Yeah. So I, I just love the uproar down there. Anytime Tennessee fans are happy or sad or mad, I'm very happy. All right, let's talk about Vanderbilt. Another new head coach. For Vandy, yep. Clark yep. Lee, but I mean, it's still Vandy at the end of the day. So I yeah, think it's you win be that Nashville. one. Yeah, I think you. I don't think it matters. Yeah. All right. I, I think that's a win for Kentucky as well. So yep. uh, New Mexico State. I don't know anything about New Mexico State. I'm just going to tell you right now. But yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be a win. I think that game was put on the schedule and designed to be a win. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the reason they put them <laughs> exactly. on there. Exactly. Exactly. And so. then we're back to U of L yep. and in Louisville 
do you think uh, we can take Scott's tots down again? Absolutely. I yeah, so do I. So, so you I, got him. What do you got him at? Eleven and one. I got him at eleven and one. For some reason, I had eleven and two on my Twitter yesterday account, <laughs> but I, I don't know how I messed up. But I, I guess it was one of those Florida, LSU, Georgia. I think I had him losing at Georgia. So you got him eleven and one. I've got him nine and three. Both of us have big expectations for the season. Yeah, uh, mine's a little too big. I know Vince would be very happy with me, but uh, I, I think realistically, I think you're more on spot than I am. If you're looking at this. Wouldn't you be if happy with nine and three? I would be very happy with <laughs> I nine mean, that's and three. a hell of a season. A Heck yeah, it is. Especially with this schedule right here. I think the potential of that happening are highly. I mean, very highly. Let's let's go ahead and take a break. I want to talk about this some more. Uh, but if you want to give us a call, 502-571-1080. You can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Lots to talk about today. We'll be right back. This is Just the Cat. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts. Now back to just the cats on Talk Radio 10. Right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts. <laughs> you know, that's, I have never heard that song right there. That's a great line. Who sings this? Bobby Bear. Bobby Bear. I mean, I mean what, circa what? Oh, I don't know. This you is know probably the date. It's the seventies, sixties. Yeah, I think seventies. Okay, something like that. Okay, well, <clears throat> that's a great one right there. So thank you for playing that. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about this because you know a lot of these games that we're talking about UK playing are somewhat of I should I say a lot. Some of them are going to be reliant on. UK fans being there, or fans of the opposing team being there. Shannon, what chances do you give? Because you mentioned a little bit ago that uh, you you hope that the stadiums will be at capacity, but what chances, what percentage of chance do you give that these stadiums will be at capacity come next fall? I would say 90% chance. I mean, they're talking really? about rolling out the, vac- yeah, the vaccines and yes. um, you know getting back to concerts by summer. So if you can go to a concert... With 30,000 people, why couldn't you go to a football game? But have they really said that even the concerts are going to be at capacity? Oh, I don't sh- think they I, have, I, have they? No, they haven't. But I'm just, I mean, you're asking me to project. I don't have a crystal ball. Well, so, I mean. <laughs> fine. I was just asking what your opinion But that is, was my opinion. I think that you there's think a very, will be. I think there's a very good chance that we'll be back to normal by the fall. Let's hope okay. so, because I'm okay, getting sick of all this pandemic crap. Yeah, I know. it, And uh, I, I'm with you right there. John tweeted out, Michael Bennett, LSU has struggled the last couple of years, mm, though they won the national championship year before last. Can UK struggle that bad? Uh, yeah, I, I know they did. I, I just meant last year, okay? <laughs> I just meant last year. So excuse me for getting that the pandemic is just uh, affecting my brain as well. But uh, all right. UK women's basketball hosts Alabama tonight at six thirty. Uh, UK is eleven and four, four and three in the SEC, coming off that terrible loss uh, uh, to Tennessee. Uh, Alabama is twelve and two, five and two in the SEC. This is going to be a pretty good game. Is Alabama just good at everything? Evidently, the they are this team, year. Basketball teams in the top ten. Maybe they women's the- basketball is twelve and two. They are the Tampa Bay of college sports. They're on a roll. They really are. Maybe they're going to be incredible at baseball as well. I I mean, who knows? They have just had incredible. And and you got to give credit. I mean, I know I said this the other day, but clearly Nate Oates is your SEC coach of the year. I mean, just might as well call it right now. They're undefeated, and it's just going to be uh, almost an easy road from the rest of the season. 
I don't know about that. I mean, there's still, so. still a lot. I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're looking good right now, but there's still a lot of season to go. Yeah. So, I mean, anything can happen. But, yeah, if they continue to play this way, there's no doubt he's coach of the year. What do you think about Joe Lenardi saying that he agrees with Cal that UK, he does see, now it, it, it is slim, but he does see UK, uh, there is a path for them to get the NCAA tournament. <laughs> yeah, if they win the SEC tournament. I can tell you that. You see that? Oh, you're, the you're, only you're saying way. as an at large, there's a path. Yes, there is an okay, at large. It, it, yeah, path if for Kentucky them. wins every single game left on their schedule, yeah, they can right. get in as an at large. I mean, if you look at this right now, UK basketball could potentially if they if if they go nine and two, that's with two losses. Uh, they could then their record will be fourteen and twelve. If they go eight and three, their record is going to be thirteen and thirteen. You think a thirteen no. and thirteen, even with all the pandemic and 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 maybe the potential of not having conference tournaments, you don't think they're going to make some sort of concession for teams this year to let them get into at large bids? I mean, you're telling me that there's not sixty eight teams out there with a better record than thirteen and thirteen <sighs> with better wins than Kentucky has? Yeah, there is. Uh, so there's a if, they, if Kentucky goes thirteen and thirteen and they put them into the tournament, they're just putting them in because their name's Kentucky. If we're being real and, about you it. know, that happens a lot. I mean, that happens in football, especially when it comes to the ranking system. Oh, well, you know, this is uh, University of Texas. Therefore, they must be great this year, even though they're probably going to be a horrible and, team. And, and I don't like that. I mean, just because you're a blue blood, just because you have a history of winning basketball and you have a bad record, it should be fair. Yeah. And, and I, I think that for the most part it is. But there's been, you know, times in the past where teams got in that really didn't belong in there. If you look at it, if we can only win two or lose two games, you're talking about either beating Texas this weekend or or uh, a beating once or twice Tennessee. Yeah, you still got Tennessee twice on that schedule. And I, still, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, we got Florida at home. You kind of feel good about that game, even though Florida started playing a little good. Uh, but, I mean, you still got Auburn, too. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I just this is going to be a tough, tough road. If, if you look at Kim Palm, they're saying we're going to lose one, two, three, four, five, six more games, and then we we're only going to win uh, three more games. So we're going to go three and six, is according what Kim Palm is saying. I mean that's pretty tough right there. So let's go to the phone lines five zero two five seven one ten eighty. Who's up? Andy, what's Andy? up? Andy. Hey guys. Well, I'm back here in the hospital. Just finished that surgery yesterday. What well, happened this time? Did you same same no, problem? No, it was uh, it, it, well, the last surgery was done. It was uh, is uh, even more crooked in the wrist, and basically the hardware, the infection got in there. They had to go in there and take that hardware out and put in antibiotic covered hardware. Man, oh, you're just wow. having a tough time with that. Yeah, well, well, we, oh, we wish man. you the best and hope that you uh, recover quickly. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. They got me hooked to everything. I'm about ready to leave. I <laughs> don't do that. I don't believe don't you. do that, Andy. Stay just, there. just run as fast as you can down to KS Bar and get you a picture of Shane of the Dude Brew on me. Okay, that's no, what that, you need that, to that's do. That's what got him in this predicament to begin with. If you remember, he drank a little yeah, too much Shane of the Dude Brew. He fell and he broke his wrist. Yeah, so so you yeah, should take well, this blame, Shannon. I, this is all your fault. Not my fault. Okay, hey, Andy, drink responsibly. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> Go ahead, Andy. Uh, in, in all fairness, it was two hours before I made it to the house when I, it, that first happened. But since then, it's been infections and all that type of stuff. So I'm but, sorry uh, to hear that. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, it, there's a lot more to it that I can't really get into it on the air. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, Andy, we're running out of time. Um, you only have a quick point. Uh, yeah, I just want to say we played 38 minutes of really good basketball the other night. I had the momentum going in the game, and we just I, I just I just wonder if this team's afraid of success. Yeah, and that's a great question. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, but, uh, Shannon, I, let's talk about it when we come back because obviously we're running out of time right now. But, Andy, hope you're feeling better. Get yourself out of that hospital. 502-571-1080. We'll be right back. This is Mr. Captain. Now back to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 10 Is this their best? Is this Phil Collins' best song right here? Or is this uh, is Genesis, so. right? Or is this, Phil is Collins. This Phil, is this is Phil Collins? Yeah. I mean, because he had probably better. Hold songs. on, hold on. This is my favorite part. Okay, fine. Go ahead, Mike. I can. I mean, what kind of research oh, no, did it have when they had Hangover? Oh, please stop. That's, we don't need that, okay? <laughs> this is not Alice Blue Gown in concert right now. But well, it could be. Okay, well. Y- y- I, I bet more people would listen if I did have a concert live on the radio. Oh, okay. Wouldn't you tune in and listen to that? Instead of me and you? Well, I'm not saying that. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. No. Okay, all right. Well, I, I think this is an interesting story you were telling me during the or before the show started. But, yes, uh, so I was doing some show prep for my afternoon rock shows, and I saw that Phil Collins' ex-wife is selling some of his awards and gold records. And I, I, I bring this up because I've talked about in the past how I thought that it was kind of strange how fans sometimes will buy championship rings from yes. players, and I'm like, why would you want to own a player's championship ring? You didn't earn that ring. You didn't play in the games. Why would you want that? But then I started thinking about it from a musical standpoint, you know, me being a big music fan. And if somebody had a, a platinum Stone Temple Pilots record, I would want to own that to hang up in my man cave. So I kind of see, I'm kind of backing off this view that I had before, thinking it was strange that fans wanted championship rings from players. And I think about it, you know, from this side of it, I can kind of understand that. I think that would be cool to have a, a platinum record from a, a band, Ooh. even though I didn't play in the band and I didn't sell all those records. Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't you have a framed one? I have. Well, I have a bunch of them that were uh, hanging in the studio, the, okay. the, the former Fox studio okay. here before they blew up that station. All right, I got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were going to they, the they, they throw those away. I'm like, no, you're not going to throw those away. I mean, I, I remember going out to Las Vegas, out to that uh, that pawn store that's on uh, the, one of the TV channels that has that uh, reality show, and they had a Tampa Bay Rays uh, uh, AL championship ring. And I thought this would be the – I think it's cool to be able to have something like that. I would love to have a championship ring from UK. I, I think the other thing is I've seen for sale a uh, Kentucky Derby trophy. Yeah. And I thought that would be cool to have. You could just have that and put it in like some sort of glass, you know, display in your house. Yes, that would be cool. Absolutely. Because, you know, I love any kind of Kentucky Derby memorabilia. I, I, before, I, a long time ago, before I grew up, my, well, uh, <laughs> physically, my mother collected 
derby glasses and she bought enough for me my sister and my brother and i've been collecting them ever since and i just i love that kind of stuff so yeah i i'm glad to see you seeing your uh your ways and into where it's not so bad to have something like that i, I, I guess mean, maybe the weird part for me was the fact that if you go around wearing it like if you just have it on display somewhere oh, come you, on you going around wearing the ring yeah Think, Absolutely. Uh, I am wearing I think it. If you, it no. I'm making up some sort of tall tale. Absolutely. How I mean, you were such a big fan and so oh, important to the team that they actually gave no, you the ring. No, that's not it. I'm a player. If I'm, if oh, I'm you're in a my player. own Nobody's going to look at you and believe you were a player. Oh, yes. I am definitely the player. I am the fat pitcher that comes out there <laughs> that hardly ever plays, and I win the World Series yeah. for the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. Yes, you dig on right. Yeah. So, okay. That, that's ocean front property in yeah, Arizona yeah. to sell you. But, but you know, exactly. Thank you, George Strait. But the thing about it is, don't you think it's kind of weird that his wife, or former wife now, is selling this stuff off? Does he not? I, I have so many questions about this. Does he not want this stuff? How does she get into possession of this stuff? There are so many well, things ex, I'd like well, to know. Well, key word being X. Yes. You know, you get half of... Your yes. stuff, right? But yeah. even the awards? I don't I mean, know. That seems maybe. pretty callous, if you ask me. <laughs> is it not? Maybe she took it's some, like, maybe This she is took how I'm going to shove it up your behind. Yep. I'm going to sell your awards that you won back in the 80s. It's not the first time this has happened. I think this has happened with other musicians in the past. Well, I thought you were say with other his wives. Well, maybe <laughs> so. I don't know. Maybe so. But it's probably a good way to make some money. You know, if you're auctioning those off, those will probably bring quite a, quite a bit of money. How old do you think Phil Collins is? Do you have any idea? Uh, no. Do you know? I would 65. 61 years old. He's younger than I thought he'd be. He is. I had a next-door neighbor that looked exactly like him when I was a kid. So I always thought, man, you look like Phil Collins. But anyway. All right. So uh, how do you like this? Uh, did you see where you know the Buffalo Bills lost last weekend, obviously, to Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, Cole Beasley, their wide receiver who was their their leading receiver last weekend, he revealed that the uh, during the entire postseason that the Buffalo Bills were playing, he was playing with a broken leg. Really? His, uh, yes, his fibula How does was that fractured. I, I have no idea. He said it's, it's, it's no big deal. It, uh, it was uh, bad the first game that he played, but after that, you just take a few meds and suck it up. Wow. <laughs> That's tough guy football. You know, I thought fo- the toughness in football was gone, but then hearing a story like that, that's incredible. You know, if you get hit in that spot, you're, you're one tackle away from just completely breaking your leg. Right. I mean, you could, you could, uh, of course, you don't want to tell your opponent that because then they're going to focus in on that. Absolutely. And do you think that's, that's clean football or you think that's dirty football? When they find out, and I think that's the reason most teams, most coaches don't like to talk about injury reports in the first place. Yeah. I think, I think majority of the time, if Mark Stoops is up there taking an interview in front of all the media and somebody asks about a particular player, I, I think 75% of the time, He's he's veering away from the truth. Yeah, I think it's dirty if you're going after a guy's injury. But, I mean, let's be real. That's what happens. It happens all the time. You don't know what happens at the bottom of those piles sometimes. <laughs> if I were a defensive player, I don't think I would just zero in on a guy's injury. But if, like, let's say the only opportunity I had to tackle him would be to take out his legs, I would go for it. Yeah. I wouldn't make that my first priority, but... Oh, I think there are players you, out you there that do make you, it their first priority. You, you can't play to not hurt your opponent in football. Yeah. You might as well be pulling a flag. 
Well, and that's why that they've made so many uh, of these penalties uh, that are in favor of saving the quarterback, which to me has taken a lot from football. Yeah. But, I mean, with, with the uh, – increase of concussion and all this kind of stuff. I, I kind of understand it from that standpoint. Well, in the Packers-Bucks game, there was a play where the Packers player got hit, and, and, like, right at, you know, helmet to helmet. Yes. And I was like, whoa. You know, but that yeah. used to happen all the time. Right. Now, now when you see it, you're like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. We react in a completely different way. It, exactly. You know, it's, it's funny you say that, how we've changed our perception of stuff. Here's a, a great example. You can kind of tell TV shows and movies when they started filming during the pandemic and when they were before. Because now I watch a movie or a TV show and I think, wow, you can't do that anymore. I mean, they got they don't have masks on. You can't go to these big crowds. You don't see big cities packed with all kinds of people. Yeah. I, mean, I, I My perception has changed completely. Are you feeling the same? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely tell a difference. I mean, just everything in life has changed over the years, especially yeah. since the pandemic. And by the way, we got so, you got something wrong, not me. I'm not taking the blame for this. What is that? How old did you say Phil Collins is? They said 61 in this article I was reading. He's about to turn 70. Oh, he is? In two days. <laughs> well, that's crazy because I'm looking at this. It says he is 61. I'm not kidding. I'm reading. What, what is this? This is, uh, uh, it doesn't even say what the speaking. <laughs> Loudersound.com. There it oh, is. Oh, you believe Loudersound.com? Yes, I'm throwing louder sound under the bus right now. It says he is 61 years old. I'm looking at it right here. I think they meant 69 years old. Okay, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It you says sure your 61. vision's not bad, and that's a nine instead of a I, one. I, I, I'm taking. Listen, I'm going to take a picture of it right now. Okay, I believe. So you I can believe. see it. I believe it. you don't need. To no, do no, that. no. It's too late. You've already upset me. Uh, <laughs> Phil Collins now 61. There it is. And use photo, and it's now up on Twitter. There you go. Yeah, so but the uh, the article the article was written eight years ago. No, so it know. is not. I'm looking at <laughs> God bless. Uh, March 28 of 2020. So maybe 62, but uh, it says 61 right there. Go look at it. I'm telling you, it's what it says. Ah, okay. oh, geez. Okay. Uh, and uh, did you see where uh, Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling did not make the Hall of Fame for nobody made the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Yeah, first well, first time in a while. But uh, do you really think Kurt Schilling and Barry Bonds are going to make it? Because you know both of them only have one year, mm-hmm. and then they're not allowed to be voted again. So Kurt Schilling's already said, "Take me out of the vote for next year." Yeah, he even said that he doesn't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he, I think that's just Kurt Schilling trying to be humble. Exactly. And I don't have Kurt Schilling's numbers in front of me, but he feels like he would be a Hall of Famer. Just yes. you know, based on all the years of watching him pitch, Barry Bonds is definitely a Hall of Famer, and you can you take the, so? the the moral, the morality out of it out. But for some morality reason, morality being what? Are you I talking mean, about you use steroids? Well, thank you, guess what? thank you. Just said law. What? Hank Aaron is the home run king. You can say whatever okay, well, you that's, want. That's fine. I'm, I'm not. We're not talking about who the home run king is. We're talking okay. about is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer? And the answer to that is yes, he should be. You think so? Yes, Pete Rose should be a Hall of Famer. Perform- well, that's different. That's a completely no, it's not. different. No. Yes, it is. No, it's all about morals. It's all he about performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, come on. One Those, athlete look, took performance-enhancing no. Hold on. One, one athlete took por- performance-enhancing drugs. The other one gambled. Yeah. Big both, difference Both, right both there. of them come down to morals. Right, and here's if, the thing. All those yes. Barry Bonds home runs, guess what? They still would have been home runs. They would have just been a little bit shorter. Instead oh. of hitting the ball 500 feet, he would have hit it 450. Yeah. That's not the only thing that's short on him now. But uh, <clears throat> I, I just feel like 
Barry Bonds is not deserving of it. I, I have a real issue. Now, Pete Rose, if he had just simply told the truth from the very beginning, I think he would have been in the Hall of Fame by now. And he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but they're going prob- to wait till he passes away if we're being real about it. And, you know, I think that's sad. I, I think it that's is, yeah. vindictive, and Major League Baseball needs to get over it. He's finally admitted it. And you know what? I bet you those guys out there that are voting on this, they've never told a lie. They've never kept a lie for years on end. Please, give me a break. Everybody's human, and just forgive the guy. He finally admitted it, no matter if he's a jerk or not. I've always been a Pete Rose fan, even though I know he can be a jerk. He was still the greatest player to play for the Cincinnati Reds. Well, cornbread hemp is in the Hall of Fame when it comes to CBD oil. A <laughs> nice segue right there. If you're there. looking for CBD oil that's higher quality for the same price, go to cornbreadhemp.com. If you have issues with pain, anxiety, not sleeping well, you can go there and check out all their products, including their new balm, which you can see. And uh, go to, like I said, cornbreadhemp.com. See all the five-star reviews, over 600 of them on there, people vouching for how great their product is, including myself. And if you use promo code CATS, C-A-T-S, you can get 25% off your first order at cornbreadhemp.com. Yeah, go try them out. That's a great product. And I love those guys. James Higsden and Eric Zipperly, they'll take care of you. Really good guys. And if you have any questions, just give them a call. So C-A-T-S is the promo code. We'll be right back. One more segment on this Thursday, Just the Cats. We'll be right back. You're listening to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 10 502-571-1080 if you want to give us a call or tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Just a couple of tweets here. Uh, Steve said, Shannon the Dude, you got your eyes done and you still can't see clear. UK football is going 11-1. I just can't see it. I can see pretty far. I can't see that far into the future, though. Yeah, I can see clearly now. Uh, Daryl said, Michael Bennett, hey, Michael, will Shaka Khan travel with Texas for Saturday's game, and will his pickles be available? So, oh, geez. <laughs> we didn't even mention the fact that you the other day, man, you were bumbling through the whole show, talking about instead of players saying pickles, and yes, you mentioned uh, Shaka Khan instead of Shaka Smart. Yes. I thought you were joking at that point, but you apparently were serious. No, I was totally uh, joking with you. So, oh, yeah, sure. No, you yeah. weren't. Yeah, Liar. Yeah, I was totally, Liar. totally joking. Uh, so, uh, Blue Bourbon said, uh, that is extra vindictive. And we're talking about Phil Collins here, about his wife selling off his uh, 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 awards. I would hire somebody to buy back all my awards. I would sue her for years just out of revenge and spite. Call me petty. I don't care. If they were my awards, I would be upset. I'm not going, well, can you say pissed? Oh, well, I just did. So anyway, uh, so what do you think, Shannon? I, I See, I think I would be extremely upset as well. I mean, she had them. You don't have them. So why do you care if somebody else has them? What do you think about this? Shaquille O'Neal has been trying to sell for the last three years his home down in Orlando. Of mm-hmm. course, he's spending more time in Atlanta because he's doing the TNT thing uh, and uh, interviewing players. We'll talk about that. But uh, he's, he was originally asking back in 2018 $28 million. Oof. And now, two years later, he sold it, not saying how much, but he had dropped it down uh, $16.5 million. Now, this house is 31,000 square feet, 12 My bedrooms. Gosh. Yes, four acres, 12 bedrooms, 11.5 baths, and 6,000 square foot indoor basketball. Why do you need 11.5 bathrooms? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I would need a map just to get through that place. I'd get lost yeah. in there. 
It's, it's a 17-car showroom, a cigar bar, a walk-in humidor, oh. and a soundproof home theater. That sounds cool. What do you think about that? I mean, my gosh. I just can't get past the 11 and a half bathrooms. I mean, do you rotate <laughs> those? I mean, how often do you use all Forget 11 it. How about the cleaning side of it? I mean, how do you clean? I, I you don't. He's, he's obviously do you really think somebody. that Shaq's out there running a Swiffer yeah. or a Dust Buster? <laughs> no. Swiffer. Of course he's not. He's got somebody to do that. Okay. Well, Maybe Donovan good. Mitchell could buy his house, you know, <laughs> since they're buddies. Did you hear this interview from last week? Uh, no, I did basically, not. Basically, but... let me just set this up quickly for you. I'll play it right. for you. Uh, right. Shaq, during the pregame show, basically said that Donovan Mitchell doesn't have what it takes to get to the next level. Donovan Mitchell comes out and scores like 36 points in the game, and of course he's the guy that they have to interview in the postgame show. <laughs> and then you had this really strange, awkward interaction between Shaq and Donovan Mitchell. All right, I'm ready. Part of this is Shaq. I, I said tonight that uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I want you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. That's it? All right. That's it. Very right, cool. I, I mean, I want you I, to hear it. I've been hearing well, Shaq, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day. Well, that's what I want you to hear you say. Yeah, exactly. See, see, I like that. First of all, I like the interaction between both of them. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I respect the fact that Shaquille O'Neal faced him and said it to him directly. I like the, on the other hand, I really like Donovan Mitchell's reply. I did too. I mean, if that were me, I would probably go into a wrestling (laughs) promo on Shaq. But uh, but I like it, though. He's like, all right. Because it it showed uh, Shaq that he doesn't really care what he thinks about his game. Just yeah. the nonchalantness of Donna Mitchell going, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the fact that he says, "Listen, I've been facing the hearing that all my life." Yeah, and, and therefore I'm just going to do what I do. It makes and me. He's going to go out there and ball. Honestly, it makes me pull for Donovan Mitchell even more. See, I think so too. I, I think that to me, right there, shows that I like the fight in him, not just on the court, but in his head. He knows he's got to go out there and prove. I think a good comparison is like Lynn Bowden. Yeah, you hear a lot of people cutting on him, and I still follow him on Twitter. And in his mind, and same thing with Benny Snell, people doubted him. I mean, that's the other great example I think because Ohio State didn't recruit him. He comes to Kentucky. He becomes the greatest rusher at the University of Kentucky. Breaks all kinds of records, and now he's proven everybody wrong in the NFL. And I love a good underdog story. It's you know easy to pull for somebody like that who everybody says, "Oh, they can't, they can't make it to the next level, or they'll never be." successful in what they do and then when they succeed you can't help but love it yeah exactly i who doesn't love an underdog story and by the way if you're looking for a great underdog story there's only one place to go if you're selling your house it's called legacy home and estate services call my good friend steve couch 502-938-6327 or check him out online legacyhomeestate.com guess what not only will he sell your house, but he's selling all the property inside the house too. Now, of course, you're 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 letting him know you want to sell this stuff. He's not like going in there randomly and saying, "Well, we're going to sell this," and you not know about it. No, no, no. His plan is to not only sell the house, but the contents. If you've had a loved one that's passed away, unfortunately, and you're trying to figure out what to do with all this stuff, Steve Couch is your man. Let's go check out LegacyHomeEstate.com. And get, they got all kinds of stuff on their website for sale. So if you're looking for some great things, check it out. So We've we got to work yeah. on your segues a little bit. That wasn't quite right. as smooth as my CBD oil. It wasn't? Okay. Cornbread no. hemp.
segue that I had there. By the way, if people want to advertise on this show, tell them how they can do that. Just email me, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Michael at JustTheCats.com. We are extremely economical. Uh, I just had a guy tell me yesterday, this is all it costs. And I'm like, yeah, it does. Maybe I should increase it right now since you're asking me that question. Yeah, bought my talent fee up another 100 bucks. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But you can have Shannon the Dude endorsing your product. How great is that? So uh, how about this? Pretty great. How much time do we have? 30 just, seconds. Oh, forget it. We don't have time to talk about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I've been wanting to talk about What? This. What do you want to talk what about? What the San Antonio Zoo is doing for jilted lovers. we got to talk about this. and we, It's not enough time right now. And I want to talk about this. So for three days I've been wanting to. But Well, this we'll is your show. If you don't talk about it, whose fault is it? It's mine. Okay. I know it's mine. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you ready for the Shaka Khan showing on Saturday at Rep Arena. Hopefully you'll enjoy that concert because Texas is coming to town, but Shaka Khan is not so uh we'll talk about that tomorrow but shannon yep i'll, I'll see you tomorrow okay? all right michael hey, everybody awesome. have a great day it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.